Welcome to the Lou Blakely Show. You're in the right place if you're a service provider who is ready to transition into a more freedom-based business model with digital products. In this podcast, I share with you a unique combination of launch strategy, energetics, and mindset to create true, long-lasting success. It's time to ditch the burnout for good, create the business that you truly want, and share it with the world. Let's get started. Welcome to the Lou Blakely Show. This is episode three. So today I'm going to be talking about why your online course or other digital product isn't selling. So I'm going to be sharing three reasons why you may be having this problem. And let me just tell you, it's quite a common problem to have. So this episode is for those of you who already have created an online course or a digital product and you know, you've spent that time and done the hard work to get it created and you're wondering why it hasn't sold like you thought it would. But if you're yet to create a digital product, then listen in anyway because I think this will be handy to know uh, the what not to do right from the start and you'll get some good tips on what to do instead. So the first reason is that your online course is not solving a problem that your audience needs solved. So a good offer will always focus on problem solving above and beyond just sharing information and lessons for the sake of it, because no one really has time for that. You might get a few kind of hobby people buying it, but just there's not many people out there who have the time in the finances to invest in something that is just going to provide information that has got no real income um, outcome for them or benefit. So If you've created an online course that is simply focused on sharing your expertise, but you haven't pinpointed what problem it will solve for your audience, it is quite likely that you are going to hear crickets when you offer it out. Okay, so this has got a lot to do with your marketing and how you position the product, not so much to do with what is actually inside. So I believe that when it comes to online course success, it's actually about 95% marketing and about 5% what's actually in your course. Okay, so when we focus on solving a problem, we're actually attracting the people who are most likely going to invest because they've got a problem and they want to get to the other side of that. So these are the buyers that we want because they're most likely going to invest in a solution. So I'm going to share with you an example. So you could create a course if you are a life coach, for example, called live your best life it is quite generic and it doesn't really tell me specifically who it's for and it could be for anybody right versus an online course focused on helping people overcome their anxiety so that they can live their best life so the people that are experiencing potentially crippling anxiety and it's really creating a problem for them in their life are going to be more likely to want to find a solution to their problem and you most likely have that solution if you've been working in this field for long, you've been working with one-on-one clients and you have got a track record of helping people overcome anxiety so that they can go on to live an amazing life anxiety-free. Okay, so those two, you know how one's positioned very vaguely and it doesn't really say who it's for whereas the other one is exactly who it's for and it really 
taps into how it's going to help a person overcome the thing, the problem that is holding them back. Okay, so as I said before, those people are way more likely to want to invest and work with you because it's a big enough problem to cause them discomfort. So it is really about pinpointing their problem and creating your marketing of your online course to be positioned as the obvious solution. So I have seen a lot of online courses sitting on websites with a list of what's inside and no positioning around who it's for or why you would want it or the outcomes, what you're going to help them overcome, that kind of thing. And one thing I know for sure is that these online courses are the ones that do not sell and it doesn't really matter how great the content is on the side because people just aren't getting there. So if you're in this boat, I recommend that you really focus on your ideal client for one and then the problem that you're helping these people or your potential clients overcome. Okay, and it's likely that, you know, you've got Uh, stories from your one-on-one work or coaching or whatever it is that you're currently doing where you have helped people overcome these specific problems okay now reason number two is that there's no reason to buy now so if your digital product is available all of the time and the deal is the same right now or next week or next month why would I buy it now so just look at your own behavior for this one When you're online shopping, how many things do you add to the cart but you never actually check out? There's actually quite a small percentage that you'll actually buy versus just add to cart when you're thinking about it, you're on the fence and can't decide. I know that I put a lot of stuff in my shopping cart that I never buy, okay? Right now, if I logged onto my Amazon account, I know there's going to be multiple things sitting in the shopping cart. Uh, In my online shopping habit yeah it's out of control at the moment let's just say that for the last month but that's a good thing I'm loving it actually so what can you do to help people decide that their product your product your digital product is useful to them so one way you can switch this up quickly by um, actually creating kind of more demand for your product is by using urgency in your marketing So there's a couple of different ways you can use this. My favorite is actually when you open and close the doors. Uh, It's quite a common launch model. And yeah, I think it is extremely effective because there is just built in urgency. Like doors close on this date, we start on this date. There is no better way to create urgency than that. And it definitely works. I personally even love it as a consumer because if I have a problem and I'm genuinely interested in a product because I know it's going to help me solve my problem, I know what days the doors close so I have enough time to go away and make a decision, talk to whoever I need to talk to about it um, and decide whether it's something I'm going to invest in. So don't feel like you're putting pressure on people because you're not. People are sovereign enough to make their own decisions and you putting an end date on your launch is going to help them and it's also going to help you Uh, plan out your marketing and give it all you've got you know another way that you can add urgency is when there's only a certain amount of spots available so maybe if you're selling a higher ticket group coaching program and you only want to work with 10 clients because that's all you want in the container then once they're full you're not going to take on any more people so this creates urgency and The other one that you can do is when you have a limited time only bonus. So 
This could work if you had to have your online course or digital product available year round for whatever reason, or you wanted to have it available year round, but you also wanted to do limited time offers, which if you do have a course that's sitting on your website and maybe you've got a funnel, not on your website, I mean like you're selling it year round and you've got a funnel leading people to the online course like daily, then I still recommend that a few times a year you do a big launch because it can bring in so much more revenue for you. So having some kind of promotion around that, so it needs to be a limited time only bonus or it could be a um, a discount, although I do I do err against discounts as much as possible. So there's some ways that you can add urgency. Now I just still want to talk a little bit more about this before we move on. Use any urgency and any kind of like scarcity creation in an ethical way. By this I simply mean don't lie. Don't fake it no matter what the internet marketing gurus tell you because I know there are a lot of people out there telling you to do some really silly things. So obviously this is due to ethics, it's just like being a good human, right? But there's something else at play here too. If you're making something up, e.g. lying, in order to get more sales, and you've got a conscience, this is going to make you feel gross about your own offer. And, you know, putting ourselves out there selling digital products from online courses, we've already got enough reasons to potentially self-sabotage, but lying about things that aren't true like if there's only 10 spots available when really you're not putting a limit on it it's actually going to be a really quick way to sabotage your efforts okay so don't do that (laughs) so reason number three is that not enough people are seeing your offer so this is really common in fact I would say this is probably the most common reason why an online course wouldn't be selling like you'd want it to. So potentially you've got a great offer, maybe it's converted before in the past, you know it converts, or you know, possibly you don't even have that data yet, but you're still not selling it like you would like. So people just aren't buying it and you're scratching your head. So this is actually huge. So people will quite often come to me and say, hey, I created this and I don't know what's happened because it's not selling and then we'll go and look at their data in the background and literally no one has seen it and they've never really shared about it on socials that kind of thing and most likely there is no urgency which we spoke about before so this is huge massive and it's why audience building and digital products the digital product online course model are so intertwined if you're going to be creating a business around this business model then you absolutely need to be building your audience pretty much constantly. So I'm going to let you know something based on that. A typical conversion rate for an online course is between 1% to 5% of your launch list. So a launch list is the list of people that signed up for your launch events, such as your webinar or free challenge or bootcamp, or whatever you've run at the front end of it. So it's not your general email list. It's just the people that signed up for the thing that you offered in the front end. So let's just reverse engineer this for a second. So if you run a webinar and you get 100 signups, you should expect between one to five purchases. Take that same scenario, but this time you get 2,000 signups for your webinar. 
then you can expect 20 to 50 purchases. So that's a huge difference, right? And imagine the difference in revenue. Now, there's always room for magic. So, you know, these conversion rates are a guide only. And I have definitely seen a lot of digital products convert a lot higher than this, even on a first launch with some of my clients, which has been amazing. But this is just like a general rule of thumb and also helps you set expectations. So you might be thinking, Louise, there's no way I could get 2,000 signups on my webinar. Then I'm here to tell you that you're actually wrong. What steps do you need to take to get there? That is as simple as it is. And it's going to take time, right? It's not going to happen overnight, but this is why audience growth in between launches is vital. So you can grow your audience in between times with great organic social media, growing your email list, traffic from Pinterest or Google, as well as paid traffic like Facebook ads. So it just takes focus and intention and the sooner you realize your online course success is not going to come from one launch and that it's a long-term strategy that includes a lot of audience building, the more likely it is that you'll see the success you desire. And hold the vision, like really, if you're just starting out, you're going to feel like your audience is low, but if you can visualize what it would feel like to run a webinar with 2,000 people on it, Hold that vision because you will get there if you stick with it. Okay, so today I've shared with you three reasons why a digital product or online course may not be selling. So in a recap, the first one was that the product is not solving a problem that your audience needs solved desperately enough. Reason number two is that there's no reason to buy now because it's available all of the time. In other words, there's no urgency associated with it. And reason number three is very common and that is not enough people are seeing your online course. So integrating all of these three things and improving on them is actually the key. So I hope you found this episode useful. Stay tuned for more content coming your way soon. Thanks for being here and see you next time. Thanks course creators and go-getters, you're incredible and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to find out more about what I offer, head across to loublakely.com. See you next time.